Creative Courage is about you and me. It's about ordinary people aspiring to live their best, most authentic life by overcoming vulnerability and fear. It's about finding our courage and sharing our stories and discovering in the process that we're a lot more similar than we are dissimilar. Bite of Courage is about hope, about connecting with others, about choosing love over fear and having the courage to be who we're truly meant to be. Bite of Courage is about us. everyone. Welcome back to Bite of Courage. My guest today is Livia Gazzolo. Liv is a jazz singer and producer of a monthly cabaret variety show at the Mouse House, When the Cat's Away, in Chicago, Illinois. She also has a residency once a month at the Atwood Cafe, and while her smooth, sultry style is as polished as they come, she's taken a huge leap of faith to pursue her musical career. Welcome, Liv. Hi. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Well, let's get right into this. The first question I usually ask people is, can you give me your definition of courage? It's a big question. Um, My definition of courage. Well, I guess the one that is most relevant for me right now would be doing something out of the ordinary or kind of against the grain following your intuition Hmm. and yeah kind of seeing where it takes you and not really letting yourself be uh, dissuaded by different people telling you not to do something because it's not make a poster board of one of your heroes and then ever since then I I just kind of listened to a lot of that type of music standards Billie Holiday Ella Fitzgerald Mm. Sarah Vaughan and I don't know just felt really connected to it but I didn't really think about performing until my sophomore year of high school did you perform in high school I did yeah that's when I started performing I joined like this little choir well I was in a choir when I was younger as well much younger like in first grade all God's children which was really fun. But I never really thought about singing like on my own until high school. Did like the talent show and I was shaking and I couldn't stop shaking, but I was like, oh, I want to do this. It's going to be great, but maybe not. So maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> but the shaking added to my vibrato, which was interesting. Um, well, you know, a lot of my guests actually are performers and they talk a lot about having to find the courage to get through stage fright. How do you get through that? I don't really anymore. I mean, I definitely feel a little bit awkward on stage, but try to pass it off as kind of charmingly awkward as mm-hmm. much as I can. I don't shake anymore. I don't like feel that fear, but uh, I feel like mildly uncomfortable kind of being in the spotlight. I don't know, it's it's a really cool experience to just kind of let yourself get lost in the music and connect with the audience. And so it's the in-between moments when I'm speaking to the audience that I like, that I'm still working on. You mentioned earlier in your, when you defined courage about going against the grain, were your parents or 
friends and family that were close to you, were they surprised by your decision? Obviously, you were listening that little voice inside of you, intuition, like you said. Were they advising against your decision to pursue your musical career? They were definitely skeptical. Because I didn't say outrightly that I was just pursuing music. I was like, I'm going to take a year off of school, at least. And I'm going to get a job in the city, move into an apartment, and take private lessons and see what I can do with my music. And so I think they were a little worried that I wouldn't like finish my degree. And I don't know, it's just different than the traditional yeah, path. Well, it's remarkable to me that at your age, you went against the grain and you trusted your gut, you know, that little voice inside of you that said, I know you're scared, but I'm going to try this anyway. Do you remember what that felt like for you when you found the courage to commit to that voice inside of you and ignore some well-intentioned advice from people that one day when you were like, yeah, maybe I should try this. I know that was a scary feeling. It wasn't actually that scary. I just... The realization came to me that like maybe it could be a reality, like this vision that I had could be a reality. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And I didn't really, I didn't think about what anyone else would say or what they did say. I was just like, I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to like rely on anybody else. I'm going to make, like, I'm going to get a job, get a couple jobs, make money on my own so that I can support myself and see what I can do. And it just felt right. So there was no question in my mind. So what comes up for me is from the outside looking in, sometimes we compare ourselves at the insides to somebody else's outsides. It sounds to me like you were fearless. That to me indicates that you obviously have a lot of family support and love around you. That's wonderful. But I also think at your age to go out on your own and you're not following that traditional path of going off to college, to go into the city and make the determination that you're going to do this on your own, you're going to work hard, you're going to follow the gut instincts, and you're going to pursue your music. Were you scared at all? Or were you just more excited by the new adventure ahead of you? At that moment, I was definitely more excited. But throughout the past two years or so, I've encountered different fears that have come up. And what have those been? Well, one of them was I wasn't sure if I wanted to go back to school and if that was like the right path for me. So I was kind of like grappling with that. And that was kind of a scary thing to think about not getting a degree at all. And then deciding that I did want to go back to school, but do something that really lines up with what I want to be doing. And then right now I'm just kind of figuring out all of the different kind of possibilities that may or may not be lucrative enough to support myself. And so, yeah, it's it's all kind of overwhelming, but, but exciting at the same time. Are you back in school now? I am. And what are some of the things that you've reassessed and that are more in, in tune with what you're doing? Uh, well, I transferred to um, Berkeley School of Music online. So the degree that I'm pursuing is in a degree in professional music, um, interdisciplinary studies. So basically, I'm like building it myself. And a few, a few of my credits transferred. So I don't have to do an entire four-year stretch. But yeah, all of the classes that I'm taking really like line up with 
what I want to be doing and I can act on them. Tell me what it is you want to be doing. Have you determined that? And the reason I ask is because I think at this age, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do when I grow up. So I'm, <laughs> I'm curious, you know, where you're at with that. Do you know what it is that you want to do? What do you, what you see yourself doing long-term? What's the goal? Some of the classes that I've taken so far have been music marketing, online music marketing. Basically my goal finishing my degree is to become more articulate in the language and the business of music so that I can uh, express more complicated ideas that I have in my head to other musicians in an eloquent way and then I can act in the business. So you're producing now too, the cabaret show. So is mm -hmm. that sort of been something that's opened up to you that you hadn't thought about before? Yeah, well, I started it probably maybe like a year and a half ago. It's a monthly show. So we just did our sixth team and I created it as a way to make a gig for myself because I wanted to perform. And it's hard to get gigs right off the bat. Mm -hmm. I'm just moving to the city, not knowing anybody. So made this gig for myself and in the meantime wanted to give other artists the opportunity to share their music too. So that's what it's kind of developed into. But basically I really enjoy kind of creating spaces of collaboration and inspiration and places where artists can express themselves and audience can audiences can enjoy themselves and I don't know, just kind of foster that kind of creative community Energy. yeah that's great that sounds like you have a lot of love and support and family and friends and community mm -hmm. is important to you especially through collaboration and music in those moments of solitude when you're struggling is there anything you do for instance Brene Brown talks about courage as being a skill set and mm -hmm. that's one of the things I'm trying to build is my skill set is there anything that you do that helps you gain more confidence as you continue to grow as a, as a woman and as a musician and as a producer. To build that confidence kind of from within, I don't know, I guess I just kind of reconnect with my creativity in some way to kind of remind myself why I'm doing this. And how, it's not how, easy. Um, pursue music and I don't know, deal with people that, I mean, in anything that you do, you're going to be dealing with people who like don't respond or aren't interested or et cetera, et cetera, or don't care for what you're doing or don't necessarily like want to pay what you deserve. So it's, it's a journey and stuff, but are there any concrete uh, ways that when you said you try to reconnect, are there any concrete things that you do? Like I pray a lot, I meditate, I go for walks. Are there any things that you do concretely that help you to build that confidence from within? Yeah, so I, I'll practice, practice my music, singing, playing piano, kind of li listening to new songs, expanding my repertoire. Sometimes I just like listen to certain songs and sing along and I don't know, music that brings a smile to my face. And then I remember the energy and the reason that I'm doing it all. Writing as well helps, reading. Do you write music and lyrics or both? Yeah, I'm working on putting together an EP at the moment. Awesome. Yeah, hopefully to record in the fall, maybe winter. We'll see how it goes. So that's probably really therapeutic to help you sort of build that, that courage and the confidence and the inner strength. 
sort of reconnect. It is. It is. It's a little bit, I don't know. I find that when I'm writing music, I kind of get like lost in this kind of timeless state of mind. And so I don't easily let myself get kind of caught up in that. So whenever whenever I do want to like write something and really focus on it, I give myself a day and make sure I don't have anything else to do and just put all of my time, all of my energy into creating that. And so I can't do that quite as often because I do have a lot of other things going on right now, especially with classes. But when I can like create that space for myself, it's, it's really nice to do that. Sounds like you're good at time management. <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's a constant growth experience, but I'm working on it. I have a practical question for you. The idea of living as a struggling artist in the city, it sounds sort of chic and glamorous, <laughs> but I think one of the tough things for an artist who's trying to make a living at it is to make a living at it. And I know that's a struggle right now, and I know that you want to be earning enough money to sustain this particular creative lifestyle. Does that scare you at all? Is that tough? I mean, Chicago's a, a very expensive place to live. Does that worry you? Definitely. <laughs> it does. So, right now, I feel really lucky because as I'm finishing my degree, my like parents and family have offered to support me in, in certain ways. So that's very helpful. Thankfully, the degree that I'm pursuing is 65% cheaper being on a campus. It's wonderful that you have that kind of support just from living in the city. I know how expensive that can be, but it's wonderful that you're able to sort of have that support and to continue yeah. you know, building your career and following your, your dream to do this. I think that's wonderful. I don't like being dependent, so I don't know. I feel a little bit guilty. Which I, I know I shouldn't, but I'd like to uh, soon. I'd like to be at a point where I can I can sustain myself. But I'm I'm meeting with different people throughout the city who are pursuing music and have pursued music professionally and sustain themselves doing so. So learning from others. I try not to live my life through guilt, but it's healthy to the degree that you. It's because you have a conscience and you know you want to be self-sustaining. But I think it's wonderful that you could acknowledge that because it is a gift. It sounds like you're very grateful and that you've made some wonderful connections. Yeah, it's really, it's cool to, to come into my own and see the kind of connections I can make just by being myself and by putting myself in certain situations. I've met some of the top, I don't know, musicians, producers, I don't influencers, in the city and I'm kind of, I'm learning to network along the way, but have been able to do so very organically so far. And that's been, been really nice, making like genuine connections, not for the sake of getting anything, but in and of themselves, they've been very beneficial. And it's so refreshing to hear you say that too, because that is part of my goal in doing this podcast, which is to follow our heart, because I think what we're called to do is what we're born with. And it's it's going to find us if we let it. We just need to get out of our own way sometimes. And it sounds like you're learning how to do that, just putting one foot in front of the other. And it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah, feels really good. Well, I'm going to shift gears real quick. I do a rapid round of, of questioning. Are you ready for that? All right, let's do it. Okay. Favorite sound? Um, really like the clarinet. Favorite smell? Favorite smell, lilac. Favorite food? Uh, Ishle Kufte. It's a traditional Kurdish meal. Savory, sweet, salty? Savory. What do you do to relax and have fun? 
I really enjoy hanging out with my friends and I don't know, relaxing, lying in the sun. We haven't had much of that lately, but when it does come, <laughs> I'll be ready for it too. What's your favorite music? Probably like uh, jazz standards, Ella Fitzgerald mm -hmm. type. Do you have a favorite song? Probably Good Life by Sammy Ray. Favorite movie? I have a few. I really enjoy older movies. I love like North by Northwest and To Catch a Thief, those kind of Hitchcock thriller movies. Yeah, you like the old classics. Yeah. Is there anything you're dreaming about doing or that you want to bring into the world that you need a little bit more courage before you do it? Um, performing and creating more of my own music and integrating Kurdish melodies into what I'm doing. Bringing your heritage into your work. Yeah. And what would you like to be remembered for? I guess making people happy, but not necessarily living my life for other people's happiness, but bringing joy into other people's lives and in so into my own. That's a wonderful sentiment. Thank you for being here, Liv. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. I wish I would have had the courage to take the kind of risks that you're taking now when I was your age. So I, I just want you to know how much I admire you for having the courage to follow your dreams and for trusting the, that little voice inside of you because I've heard your voice and it's beautiful. Thank you so much. And for anyone who wants to know more about Liv or you want to find out when she's performing at the Mouse House or Atwood Cafe, her handle on Instagram and Twitter is at Livia Gazzolo, that's spelled L-I-V-I-A-G-A-Z-Z-O-L-O. -O. You can also find her on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. Until next time, be bold, be brave, be daring, and take a bite of courage. See you next week. Thanks everyone for tuning into my podcast, Bite of Courage. To learn more about my guests, you can go to biteofcourage.com or go to my website, humormewithmo.com, where I also post weekly articles about finding humor in life's absurdities. Until next time, be bold, be daring, be brave, and take a bite of courage. This is a trio production, all rights reserved.